And welcome to We Are The People Radio. This is your host, Jason Preston. And uh, again, with a couple of rock star hosts today, we've got Tom Hazelton. He's been rocking it with us. Glad to have you, Tom. How you doing? Appreciate you having me on. Good. Highly requested. <laughs> they don't know yet. Well, they'll find out. You may, if he disappears, we'll know why. <laughs> Ratings were low. Ratings were low. And, but... Then we always have our most requested, Chelsea Hope. What's up, Chelsea? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back in. Everybody loves, I think everyone loves Chelsea more than anybody on the show, including including me. You probably rival Alexia. Oh, wow. Alexia, Alexia is slacking today. She's, uh, we've been, we're, we're trying to move. Did I tell you that? No. We're, we're moving down Springville. Lehigh's turning too smart for us. Right? <laughs> there's like high density going everywhere there. You should come up to Salt Lake County. Yeah, where there's even more high density. I love it. No, yeah. actually, Salt Lake's probably better than Lehigh right now. <laughs> Note on that, I was at Provo Canyon up near Jordan Mall Reservoir a couple of weeks ago. They're building high density housing up there, I don't believe. Are you kidding me? No, they want to bring the transfer it, and drones uh, up there too. So they're building up the canyon, guys. Yeah, it's insane. So, anyways, the little lady, she'll be on the next show. We are doing back to back today, so. She's uh, wrapping up the home front, and then she'll be here. But uh, anyway, it's good to have you guys. Today we've got an yeah, interesting show today. I'm going to uh, brought to you. Well, first off, make sure you're following us. Again, uh, YouTube has uh, taken down. You know what show they took down? We had a show on uh, the banning of the Bible. Yeah. And they took that show down. Of course they did. I'm like, what the heck? Like, are you kidding me? Like, we had, like, I mean, so if you haven't seen Banning the, the Banning Bible, go to the Rumble channel. Uh, Rumble doesn't ban stuff. YouTube does. So, you know, we got to get people off YouTube. They can't deal with this white supremacist Christian nationalist. It's the Christian nationalist. That's the problem. That is that is the new enemy. Um, so make sure you're following us on uh, Rumble. We are the UT. Uh, same thing with all of our podcast channels. We are the UT. That's also Instagram. We also passed 25K. Boom. Uh, moving along there, and Twitter, we are the UT. And uh, this episode is brought to you by Mint Solar. So give a shout out to Mint Solar. Uh, you can go to their website, which is uh, mint.com. And, uh, you know, again, I think it's clear uh, we are heading in for some uh, wild times. A lot of people are saying this fall. You know, the CBDs rolled out, the BRICS Nations, uh, they're having a meeting August 22nd. You guys been following that one? August 22nd, they're having a meeting, and uh, supposedly, uh, I mean, Mexico, I mean, so many nations have joined that, and, they, and their goal is to dump the dollar, and they're, they're speculating that that's going to happen, uh, or it will be announced August 22nd. And once that gets announced, uh, if, if they dump the dollar, we're going to see some wild things, which is why the CBDC is ready to uh, be the solution to, to the inflation that we go through. Dollars already being pushed out, and, and uh, you know, by China and Russia, it means other countries to hop on board. The United States is in trouble. Fed yeah. coin is supposed to be rolling out very soon. Uh, I don't. What is the difference with Fed coin and uh, CBDC? I think it's basically the same thing. It's just the like the U.S. what they're calling the U.S. version of the token. If that makes sense, it's the digital token. It's their Bitcoin, <laughs> run by yeah. the Fed. Yeah, kind of. I think. Okay. Well, so. All good reasons to be prepared, and solar is one of those ways. And again, if you have solar on your roof, but you don't have a way to store it when the lights go out, you're in trouble. So if you go to uh, mintsolar.com, uh, they can actually come and do a consultation for you, and they can make sure you have solar that could actually 
have your whole house functioning if, if, the, if the power went out everywhere else. So, you know, they have these little solar generators that'll, you know, maybe keep one room functioning, but this would actually be able to help your whole house running when, when uh, everything else goes down. So, check out mintsolar.com. Um, and again, they're Patriots, which I love our Patriots. So, with that being said, <clears throat> if you haven't checked out our website and uh, seen our Patriot Punch, check that out. Uh, the website's got a nice, fresh redesign. It's looking smooth. And uh, with that being said, let's have a shot and let's get this party started. <laughs> Boom. Cheers. Oh, cheers, here we go. Alright, so today's uh, show we are doing on blood money. Um, this was a really cool, uh, some really, we, we've got uh, a guy named Wayne uh, Witzker, Witzker, how do you say that? Witzker, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, Wayne. <laughs> uh, and Wayne's a great guy, he's a friend of ours, he's former FBI, and he has been like, lights out, uh, really just studying the corruption here in Utah. And so he put together a presentation, and, and you can go to his website, it's uh, Justice for All, www.justiceforall.blog, and you can find everything, most everything we we're gonna be sharing today actually came from him, stuff that he shared with us. We've had a lot of great people who shared different content that we can, that we can get out. And uh, so we're talking about blood money. What is blood money? So. First off, you know, we always talk about Utah being corrupt. Well, one of the things that he pointed out, according to Best Life, how about this? Utah ranks second at 94.9% on the corruption index. What do you think about that? I, I, I may disagree with that. I honestly think we're the first. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're up there for sure. I think the thing that makes it remarkable is the amount of population we have versus some of the other states. So like California at roughly 40 million versus Utah at just over 3 million. Mm -hmm. And the amount of money that they take yeah. proportionately, yeah. and you know, even during COVID, I mean, this stuff is, is tracked. It's federal money that had come. And I think Utah had either first or second most in federal money that came to Utah. So I, I agree, it's you know, based on population, it's gotta be close to first. Yeah. So here, here's a few different factors that they look at. And that's one of the things we know. Obviously, we know that there's massive corruption. We talked about it being ground zero. But it's, it's really cool to see other people who are recognizing that as well. Um, so if you kind of go through here, one of the reasons that the first thing that sticks out there is political financing. And this is one of the things I, when I ran for office, would kind of shock me. Because when I ran for office, uh, at a federal level, because we're running for Congress, the most you can receive from someone is basically about you know, 3K uh, per cycle. They can do that a couple different times. Um, but in Utah, you can someone can donate as much as they want to you. Right. And we're going to talk about that, because that's really where we're going to be digging into, is, is the dangers in being able to receive, take a you know, really almost unlimited amount of money from people and organizations. Uh, executive accountability, they got an F there. Um, surprise, surprise, judicial accountability. A lot of the places of accountability. Uh, state civil service management, they failed that. Uh, lobbying disclosures. Um, we got a show coming up that we're going to be filming next week that will come out probably about a week after this that is going to be very, it's actually the show I'm most excited about. We're talking about the lake, Utah Lake, and, and some of the corruption with lobbying there. And I think it's going to blow some people's mind. Uh, ethics enforcement agencies and state pension management funds. So overall, what they, again, there's only one, again, this is the second worst state in, in the country, according to these, uh, this, this study. So let's, let's talk about, you know, 
about the money part, about that first part, political financing, uh, because you can buy anything in this world with money. Apparently, even politicians. Really? Uh, apparently so. Oh, no. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to share this video, and uh, this comes from our Instagram page. Um, so they don't want people to talk about them. They don't want to be anywhere on the radar. Why not? Don't film, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things when people aren't thinking about it. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. I work for uh, BlackRock. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. Let me tell you, it's not the who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wallet. So it's, it's and who's like, that? The hedge funds, BlackRock, the banks. These guys are campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. And obviously, we have the system place. First, there's the Senate. These guys are You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. I'll give you 500k right now. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do this. We're done. Does yeah. like everybody do that? Does Blackhawk do that? Here's Serge Varley on how good war is for Blackrock's business. So we'll stop there. But how much does he say takes by a politician? Ten grand. They're cheap. They are cheap. They're cheap. You think those guys could do a little better than ten grand, right? Well, and you do start to see as because some well, some politicians will see they get smaller donations, and then you've got those that I think at one point Sean Ray has like two hundred million um, from from one pharmaceutical company. But it, once once they start to do their bidding more or lobby for their policies more, you start to see their donations go dramatically up. But yeah, I mean to, to buy one out originally at ten grand. Doesn't take much. No, I think actually wasn't there an article that uh, you brought up? Let's see if we can find that real quick too, um, because he, that was even acknowledged in Salt Lake. Was it Salt Lake Tribune where that came mm -hmm. up? Yep. Yeah. So Salt Lake Tribune, um, from the horse's mouth, money buys influence in the legislators. So here you've got. Um, Run us through that. What, did, what stuck out to you in that, Chelsea? Yeah, right here. So down here, it's the second paragraph under that video. Uh, let's see, those who voted, there was a bill they were talking about. Those who voted for a bill received an average of uh, a few thousand each from Energy Solutions. So basically, Energy Solutions wanted a certain bill passed um, and lobbied to legislators and paid them to get this bill passed uh, that obviously financially benefited them. But um, Right there, the last paragraph. While 26 the senators, senators and representatives who voted for the bill didn't did not receive any donations, as Niederhauser uh, admitted. There's no question that donations probably have influence. That's reality. It takes money to get elected after all. Right. So he basically admitted, which he was on the state legislature at that point. And I would like to point out, also connected to Chemistry Garner Policy Institute and all these groups, but basically admitted that, yeah, yeah we're, now that we're being called out, it's reality. We, uh, we'll lobby policy if, if we get paid off. and then. Further in the article, you guys can read that later because the link will be in there, but um, Stuart Adams uh, tried to kind of downplay that and cover that up as well. So. I, I would ask this. The question is to the average person, why does this matter? Right. And we, we talked about this at the beginning of the show um, at the onset here. 
it matters because at what point do we draw a ball line on who they're taking money from, and then what do the lobbyists do with it, and what are the outcomes based on that, based off voting record and other things. So if you're receiving a campaign donation from Big Pharma, from Big Tobacco, from one of those organizations, now where does their voting record go? And that's really why it matters, and I think that's why the average person or average citizen should understand why these things matter so much and how the lobbyists have so much power to control politicians and really the outcome for us as right. citizens. At what point right. do they mandate in policy a vaccine passport because they're taking big money from big pharma who's financially benefiting from these vaccines? Like that's where it starts to go. Yeah, I mean it comes down to to what do we believe and our founding fathers, when they created the country, what was the proper role of government? Who do our politicians work for? Right. And if their job is to serve the people, is this not this is a problem, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think where, where we saw it, let's talk about where we see it. So let's talk specifically. Uh, let's bring up top, uh, Mitt Romney, top of the, you know, <laughs> top, the top of the you know, food chain here on corruption in, in uh, Utah. I think he and Cox are probably a dueling for that. That has role. been my favorite picture of Mitt Romney. Yeah, marching with Black Lives Matter. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm not, I'm not bought and sold at all. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about something? I mean, it should have said Black Lives Matter, INC. Period. Right, and you know, straight Marxist organization. Because that's what they are. We actually did a video, and we're not going to dig too much into into him today. But we did do a video about six months ago on, on him, where actually it's actually shocking uh, the corruption behind him, where we really dig into him and. Him claiming that no one's no one's spoken to God since Moses, uh, <laughs> denying his own religion when it was expedient mm -hmm. to get elected for run, running for president. But let's just dig into him because obviously, where was he at when it was time when they were pushing the jab? Well, there he is. Senator Mitt Romney says it's moronic for conservatives to politicize the COVID vaccines. So people like us who are saying, hey, you know, we're going to exercise our agency. We don't believe in. We don't want to take this jab. It's not been researched. He's calling us moronic. Well, of course it's moronic when looks how much money he took from Big Pharma. Right. Eight, eight hundred seventy-six thousand. I mean, close to. I mean, nine hundred thousand in Big Pharma. This guy's taken. And where does that come from? If you go to followthemoney.org, uh, do a little search for uh, old uh, Willard Romney. Uh, it sure pull right right there. Uh, it pulls up how much money he's received uh, from uh, Big Pharma, and then some tobacco. He's received 118,000. So, and, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't he a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Well, that's what I was going to say. This is a this is a moral stance. So, if you are a member of the LDS Church, well, you got tobacco and big pharma. These are things that you know some people don't like. I mean, there are people who love smoking; they just can't help it. That's fine. That's their choice. But if we know the downfall and benefits of what what big pharma and tobacco have done to this country. Why are we taking money from them? Why don't we say no thank you? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and, and like you are saying, I mean, LDS, I mean, LDS religion, they're not supposed to be using tobacco. I mean, you think that that would conflict with your moral values? Yeah, and that's where I think it's, it just shows is do, do these guys have you know a moral compass or are they just willing to do whatever and sell out for money and then vote whatever it takes to keep that money. Yeah. Uh, another one that came up uh, from uh, that was sent to us from um, our FBI former FBI was Sean Reyes. He had a lot to. He was actually pretty. Uh, 
he was, uh, I had no idea about Sean Reyes taking it, but when he shared this with us, I was pretty shocked. Apparently, Sean Reyes, of all the AGs in America, only California has taken, received more money from Big Pharma. But like you said, their population is a lot higher. So when you ask So per capita, ratio, no one, no AG per capita mm -hmm. has taken more money from Big Pharma. Right. And I do want to point out really quickly, and for those of you that want to go to the link, you can click on this yourselves, but over here, Sean, is over here, the little blue link where it says contributions to the Utah AG, if you click on that, it will pull up companies that have um, donated, and it's companies like Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer, and I do want to point out Merit Medical is one of those, and again, if you've watched Envision Utah Part 1, that will make a lot of sense, but we have a Milner and legislators who board ESG of Merit Medical and who are very involved with Economic Forum and Rockefeller and all these groups, so money coming straight from them as well. Which is why it's you know no surprise again that when uh, actually it was Sean Reyes that when the UN was here, correct? Mm -hmm. He came up say when when the UN was in Utah, it was Sean Reyes that showed when they walked straight up to the to uh, the head director of the UN and basically said it basically was saying what can we do you know what can we do to help we have a lot of resources yeah any 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 of our resources which is taxpayers, yeah. what can we do to help you achieve your globalist desires? Here in Utah. Isn't there, a, isn't there a video proof of where, you know, down towards Salt Palace, there's an area that's not uh, sovereign United States soil that belongs to the UN? When the UN is here right in two, here 2019, when they were here, yeah, um, uh, for a UN meeting, uh, there was a journalist going in trying to film, and she got kicked out by UN police. And they did, she said, hey, this is my First Amendment right to be here. Um, this is a public building here. Um, and the UN officer basically told her, not when the UN is here, this is the UN compound. This is UN territory. So Utah is allowed. That's the, on video. The, right, the yeah. United Nations to have a piece of soil here, not only for the United States, but within the heart of Utah. Mm -hmm. And the other inter interesting thing on that is, again, there's nowhere in America that, that, that they've done that except for Utah. Outside of New York City, yep. Utah's the only place. Yep. So it's, again, it's when you get into the, what we are talking about in the beginning, Utah being one of the most corrupt states in the country, that's one other thing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> again, when you look at uh, Utah, um, here you go. Let's, let's go through the numbers on, uh, and, and the neat thing is anybody can get in here. If you go to followthemoney.org, um, and this is important to do because these are your public servants. These people are your employees. Um, the way that our founding fathers designed this country is that you hire representatives and it is your job to keep them, hold them accountable. Um, the media is clearly not doing this. They've been bought and paid for across, not just nationally, here in the state. So it is your responsibility. So if you go and you just do a search, uh, show me pharmaceuticals and health products, uh, contributions to candidates. Um, you can come right here and see Spencer Cox right there. Uh, you know, almost uh, three hundred thousand dollars. Sean Reyes, you, and again, John Huntsman Jr. You can go down the list. Same people. Yep, the same, the same actors. Uh, Kurt Bramble. A lot of people don't know the name Kurt Bramble, but again, you know, one of the things I'd really encourage our listeners, because because our whole focus, and we talked about this last time we were, we had this group. Uh, the three of us here, our whole focus is, is winning our backyard. You have so little control over what happens at the, at the federal level. You have a lot of control over this, and so it's important. These are names you should know, and not just the national ones, but more importantly, you know, 
who is Stuart Adams? I mean, you should you should know Stuart Adams. You should know Ben McAdams. You should know Kirk Bramble, uh, Mark Shirtliff. You know, you know, obviously everyone knows Mike Lee, but again, Mike Lee's federal. Yeah. Get to know the people who run the state because that's the key is getting our state back. And if these guys are getting bought and paid for, those are the ones that we need to rein in. Mm -hmm. The question I have is, you know, and I know most of these people, but a lot of the a lot of the folks here in the state of Utah don't know them. But like you said, get to know them. And why do you want to get to know them? Well, you want to know what they're doing because it's changing policy and law for those here in the state of Utah towards many different things that affect our daily lives that we have no idea. And if you understood what they were doing, then you would start to vote them out. Right. And yeah. that's that's the most important part is why do we have the same bad actors and it's the same good old boys club that continues to cycle over and over and over. Well, and Stuart Adams, so he's our Senate president, right? And again, going back to that article that we mentioned, he's he's the one that tried to downplay that uh, basically Lynn Niederhauser had admitted that they were, yeah, you, we, we can be bought and paid for, basically, yeah. If you give us money, we'll all be for you. Um, and let's see here, Kurt Bramble, and if you remember, again, from the Michigan Top Part 1, the U.S. Global Leadership Coalition, which is tied to the U.N. and Rockefeller and Soros and every awful group you can think of, Hillary Clinton, Henry Kissinger sit on the board, the Utah Advisory Board, you have Kurt Bramble and all these same people. So there, it's, it is a big boys club, um, but they are tied to these, to these groups. And, and that, that specific coalition, again, is sponsored and funded by Pfizer, by Johnson & Johnson and all these groups. So. And again, there's a reason why when, <clears throat> when the vaccine was, was pushed so hard, uh, across the country and in our own backyard, there's a reason why you had people staying quiet. You know, because that was my thing: is where's our reps standing up? You know, you had regular people standing up, and, and but the but the reps staying quiet. Why again? Why was you know John Curtis sitting quiet and <clears throat> wearing his mask and complying? You know, why 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 were the why were our reps not being watched on the towers? Whether it's <clears throat> again Mike Lee, none of them. When then all of a sudden you look, well, oh geez, Mike Lee made, made almost hundred thousand. No wonder he didn't stand up against that. And that's and again, how are these are the guys that is their job to protect us. You know, when 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 they were giving shots to our kids, when they were forcing our kids to wear masks, when I mean, it was that was an incredible scary time. And where were our reps? Well, your reps were getting bought and paid to to keep their mouths shut. And where's the accountability? So again. You know, the reason we started this with the fact that Utah is the second most corrupt state is, I think there's this notion here in Utah that just everything's fine here, and it's, it's you know, uh, the church is here, and, and this is Zion, and there's no problems here, and it's like, that's where corruption grows. Well, I've mentioned this before. That's, to me, that's the biggest problem. You go to any other state within this union, they don't have what Utah has. And so we have one of six industries that run our state, which is what keeps us afloat more than a lot of the others. And, and one of those six, as far as the industries, is religion. There isn't another state that has a predominant religion where it's based there. You want, you know, Catholicism, you got to go to the Vatican over in Italy or, right. or somewhere else. So, so Mormonism is centered right here in Salt Lake City, and that's why Salt Lake is ground zero. And uh, if if you're uh, a believer in the LDS faith and, and the doctrine and, and some of the scriptures that are that are talked about there. But it talks about it starting in the Lord's in house. His house. Yeah. In the backyard. And, and that's where the house cleaning will start. Exactly. Yes. I was actually just going to say so, that. So, you know, and I, I was taught this at an early age, and everyone looks around and says, how can this happen? 
And it, to me, it's funny because during COVID, now I've been awake for a long time, but during COVID, I would see this, and I'm talking friends, family, acquaintances, that literally would say or do nothing that they felt was right because their neighborhood, their culture, the church, whatever it was, was not saying or doing what they felt, but then they'd go along to get along. And that's the wrong thing to do. You need to do what you feel is right within your soul. And we're built that way. If we've got the light of Christ in us, why do we not stand up and do what's right? Well, because we don't want to look back. And, and I think it's especially in this culture, we're wired to look, wait for leadership to tell us what to do. And, you know, when the predominant church here was clearly, let's just say, neutral at best. <laughs> let's be generous. Neutral at best, which I would not even say they were neutral. In fact, there was parroting a lot of the UN stuff, right? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not, that, that is a reality. And then you have all the reps, the politicians, who are, who are the political figures. So you have the spiritual leaders saying, yeah, this, let's go along with what the UN is saying. Let's go along with this agenda. Then you have your political, you look to Mike Lee, you look to, to you know, uh, John Curtis, you look to, you know, like uh, Moore, you look to maybe your state reps, and what are they doing? They're bought and paid for. And so they're staying quiet, or, or, or like, you know, Romney encouraging you, saying you're a moron if you don't get it. Yeah. And then, and who's standing up? Then the media is all bought because, the, if, again, if you've watched Envision, and the, the media is owned by Envision Utah, and so the media is pushing it. So who's who's standing up? Just random people. You're like, well, you, these guys must be idiots because the leadership, we're trusting the leadership, and then our and the president and, and the national news. So of course. You so know, again, where's the, where's the leadership? Well, again, most most people, as you know, I mean, through the history of time, expect led. They can't think for themselves and uh, I think it's become worse in modern times with all of our you know, laziness and, and uh, digital and everything that we have that runs our lives and so we, we wait for people to stand up and do something. And so yeah, you got these guys that are taking money to their campaigns and now they're being run by lobbyists and, and large corporations and, and really it, it is large corporations that, that run everything, right? They, they have an agenda. How much of that goes to them personally? We don't know. We don't have a record of it. <clears throat> I can't help but think that some of that goes somewhere. And uh, I cornered one of our uh, uh, Utah congressmen, I won't say who, but I cornered him in a, uh, in a meeting where it was at a fundraiser for, for another congressman. And I said, listen, if at the end of your term you're worth more than what you are now by 100x, we have a problem. I said, I'm going to talk to you about that because there's no way that you can go into Congress or the Senate making what they do and come out with all this money when you look at Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, all these guys that John Curtis. Out, John Curtis. And they and they go in with an X amount to their Cox. portfolio, right? And then all of a sudden they're they're buying a house a house on Martha's Vineyard. Mm -hmm. And or or somewhere in Federal Heights here in Utah or whatever it may right? be. How'd they get that? I thought you were a public servant on a uh, on a fixed income and uh, of course they get a pension for life. But but what is it that, that gives them that ability, where does that money go, how is it funneled, and how do these guys do that and skate, and how is nobody holding them accountable? Well, so, he, so here's the question. <clears throat> Whose responsibility is to hold them accountable? And, and, and typically, you, it's, obviously, it's, it's we the people, right? <clears throat> because we are the authority. You know, they work for us, we are the employer. But, but the way that initially was, is you had the media, and the media used to be the ones who was going in and researching. The problem is the media, this is what they've all figured out, you buy, you own the media, and now you get the media to work for you, and now the media becomes your, you know, your protector, 
working for you, lap dogs. Your lap dogs. <clears throat> so, you know, folks, it's you. You know, and the reason we show this to you is this is, it's your responsibility to, to be saying, hey, where's my rep at? And is my rep in line? And calling your rep and emailing and saying, hey, I noticed you're, you've taken, uh, uh, you know, $118,000 here, or, or, you know, Cox, I noticed, you know, you spent, you've taken $300,000, you know, why is that? You know, wh what's the accountability there? Why are you taking this money? I thought you were against, you know, smoking. I thought you were, you, you know, they work for you. There is a, another, I don't know if we have it on here or not, but you can look at it, you know, within the leads in this article that we sure it is to look at. Um, but, uh, Which was it? I can probably find it. I don't remember where it was. Tell me what it was, I might be able to find it. Um, I just saw that. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, even if it's one or two people calling, it takes it takes a lot of people calling, emailing, and putting pressure. And we've seen what that's done recently up at the uh, uh, up at our legislature to put pressure on people. They change things. They, yeah. they will listen if, if there's enough people that are paying attention. And, and the other thing is too is it's so easy to say they're all bad. And that's one of the things I've really been. It's been really cool the last since we would, I mean, the last few months to see some of these reps saying, you know what, I just didn't know. I didn't know. And so, and, and why are they waking up? It's because of you guys calling them up and saying, and putting the pressure on them and, and realizing, you know what, I didn't realize that was going on. They start to pay a little more attention. Jason, I truly believe there's a lot of good people, period. And they have a lot of good intent. And that, uh, number one, they either fall victim because they don't understand or they've caught themselves in something that now there's a blackmail situation. But I do believe that there's people in, in the legislature that uh, that have good intent and they're doing their very best, but that are uh, naive in some things. Yeah, and the other neat thing is, you know, we, we get new guys in there. Trevor, we've got some new some great you know new guys in there. And one of the things I'd like to them just because they, I know these they pay attention stuff. So say, hey, Trevor, I hope I sure hope I don't see you on this list yeah. because I can tell you what if I see some of these people on this on this list, we're gonna have, we're gonna have talk. Mm -hmm. And so, but but guess what? If no one's watching this. And, and these people come and say, hey, you know what, I know you need money to get reelected because there's so much pressure to, to raise money. That's the thing that sucks about running is you're constantly raising money. And if they think, you know what, I can take this money from, you know, Big Pharma and no one's going to know. And, you know, maybe I'll, you know, guess what? If there's no accountability, that's where corruption goes. So let's talk, let's talk. Well, go ahead. Then we're going to talk about smoking I, next. Sorry, guys. That, uh, Did that it come uh, back energy to you? shot kind of hit me all of a sudden. <laughs> and I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there is there is a link on here that you can look at um, where uh, Wayne basically shows the executive um, office of Utah, which is basically the governor's office, has received a lot of these funds, millions and millions. And that basically from, from, from COVID? the executive office of Utah. Yeah. yeah it's gone to companies like Merit Medical, so Amgen, all the Envision Utah groups. Um, yeah, yeah, he has a whole, by the way, this is a neat, a neat thing. You can go, I'm actually going to pull his website up right here. Because the neat thing, I'll, let's let's show this to people. Um, again, justiceforall.blog, you can come here, and, and this is just an article he did on Blood Money, but if you go to his actual uh, main website, you can dig in. He's done yeah. so much research and uh, obviously and he's former FBI I mean this isn't like some knucklehead that's just you know just digging around and, and no this guy's former FBI and you can tell because when he when he pulls this stuff in he he digs into it and yeah he obviously has some from his research I think he's made he's figured out there's some people that maybe aren't who they claim to be 
uh, and so you can get on there, and that's the neat thing. And hope, hopefully, you can give uh, you know, let's give credit where credit's due. You got some great people, and you know, same thing like uh, UFC, UFC Utah Freedom Coalition. Mm -hmm. By the way, I think they just got a brand new website. They did. It's awesome. Everybody, check it out. Yeah. So they're organizations. So if you're wanting to get in and find and really dig in and, and see stuff, whether it's Utah Freedom Coalition, uh, actually, I think. Uh, Oh, we're going to leave that one, but uh, yeah, he, you can find some people who really get into this stuff. So let's talk though about um, let's jump into tobacco because this is a huge thing. Um, let's talk again. We're talking in our own backyard. Everyone is so concerned about everyone's health during uh, you know last year in 2022. Everyone's so worried about everyone everyone's health and what are we doing to protect people? And we're going to lock them up to protect them. Well, how about this? Every year in Utah, 1,300 people die, 1,300 from smoking. That's, that's a lot of people dying in Utah. Well, what is it from? Um, well, how about this? Elected officials harvested almost half, close to half a million dollars in tobacco. And uh, Wayne calls that uh, blood money uh, via you know, finance donations. And why does he call it blood money? Well, um, smoking kills people, literally. And again, if someone smokes, to me, that's their, that's their choice. I don't think it should be illegal if someone wants to smoke a cigarette and harm themselves. That's fine. But when but let's be real. The stuff they're putting in those cigarettes yeah. is designed to get them addicted. It is it is not just tobacco. Look at the stuff that's in here. Formaldehyde. Yeah, this this stuff is killing people. Yeah. And and instead of protecting people and saying and their politicians calling this stuff out, what are they doing? Well, we're taking half million dollars from these org companies, and and then we'll talk and say, oh. You know, shame on these people, yet in reality, we're helping these guys. Yeah. Well, and uh, another thing I note on that, because Mitt has invested in this, he was also involved in, I mean, I think most people right now have heard of the Green Room Roundup, um, pesticides. Yes. People, um, he had, in, he's invested in that as well. So, a lot of these, Bank of Beijing, I mean, his money's all over I mean, that's the problem. These guys are bought and sold. Yeah. They're owned. They don't work for you. You know what I mean? That's the problem. And, and that's why we need just a massive house cleaning is because, you know, you want to fix things, start cleaning these guys out. Start paying attention. You know, here we go. This is, this is where does, where's all the smoking money going just this year, 2023? Well, guess what? Sean Reyes, you've taken $50,000 from, from uh, you know, the tobacco industry. Is that, I mean, Same I mean, it, it, you, you call yourself a religious man. You probably sit in an interview with with Bishop, or you even possibly give interviews and talk to people about are you smoking? And yet here you are taking fifty thousand dollars. How how is that morally right? You know, Kurt Bramble, you're forty two thousand dollars. Stuart Adams, you've taken thirty two. Are you telling me you guys when when we just watched the very beginning, James O'Keefe say how much it takes to own a politician? Ten grand. According to James O'Keefe and BlackRock, every single one of these men on this list are owned. Dan McKay, you're owned by the tobacco industry, which means when tobacco industry gives you 16 grand and they come asking you for a favor or to pass legislation, tell me you're not their lapdog. Yeah, Jake Brad Wilson, Speaker of the House. I, yes. I, I just wanted to say one thing real quick. Yeah, what about, you got? You know, with tobacco, I mean, this is just one thing. Okay, think about the food industries. Okay, what we eat, what we take in is maybe it's healthy which is in fact not. We were just talking about European lifestyle, right? There's a lot of stuff in Europe I don't like. But there are things in Europe that are banned. Certain substances that go in food, whether it's the, you know, the uh, different dyes or different um, seed oils or whatever it may be, aspartame. Those things are just prevalent here in our food. And it's the same thing, these, these food industries, 
they have lobbyists that want these guys to vote a certain way. I mean, they just changed the food pyramid to say that oh all these gosh. other things are good. It's the, it's the it, I mean, you might as well put a you know a candy bar at the top of it, saying it's the most healthy thing you can eat. Anyway, the point is, is that they're trying to kill America's spirit by dumbing us down, making us fat, making us weak. And we've talked about this from from every single facet, from breaking the you know the political spectrum and separating the two of us. Uh, uh, race, haves, have-nots, whatever it may be. You can go to Europe and you can eat pasta, and you can eat bread, and you can feel good. You come here, and there's all kinds of things that are in it with you know the gluten, the way it's raised, the way the, the wheat is done, and it's not good for you. But over there, they have no preservatives. Everything's taken out of it, and it's and it's healthy. And so the point is with, with you know this this uh, big pharma and tobacco and everything else. This is just the tip of the iceberg, you guys. And it's the politicians that help push all this through with lobbyist help money to campaign, uh, campaign donations, and again, yeah, I, I cut blood money because it's killing people. Yeah, uh, well said. And well said. Also, I mean, so yeah, Brad Wilson, Speaker of House, right, Stuart Adams, uh, President, Senate, or Senate President, these guys pick all of the committees. They handpick all of the committees, they decide which um, committee members sit on boards with executive branch, I mean, they're violating the Constitution when they do this, but with, you know, Cox's people and executive branch boards that are pushing this stuff into the state. They are the ones who basically control all the legislature and all the committees that are enforcing things. So, and those two are not paid for. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and then when COVID came, so much money got rolled out. And again, Utah was at the top of that. And uh, you look here, it's just how much money took, how much money got you know, pushed out. And again, you can go back to his website. This is from. Uh, uh, Wayne, but uh, you know Mitt Romney has taken over four million dollars. Um, uh, Orrin Hatch, who is a good thing he's he's gone now, but Herbert and Huntsman, who by the way is the uh, ch former chair of Envision Utah, uh, Representative Chris Stewart, uh, Ray is so the list the list goes on. But the bottom line is these guys have got to be held accountable, and the media won't hold them accountable if they're going to be held accountable. It's by regular people like Wayne, like Chelsea, like Tom, like, I, like myself, like you, digging in and, and paying attention and saying, hey, this is not acceptable. Again, you're the employer. It's the employer's job to hold the employees accountable. The employees aren't going to do it themselves, especially if they know you're not watching. So uh, let's get some, uh, some last thoughts on this. Chelsea? What are your thoughts? What are you give us your, your your final thoughts? Yeah, so I think obviously, I mean, we've got people like Mitt who've invested in you know Bank of Beijing, and then we've got our Senate President Brad Wilson and Stuart Adams who are flying over to Ukraine and, and doing stuff with Zelensky, and we know that China's here. I mean, we do have people who are in the UN, and again, they're doing a lot of this stuff through public-private partnerships as well as how we fund a lot of this. We're seeing so much that, but I think we do have two levels of corruption here. Um, and I do know that we've got those that have kind of sold us to the devil, I guess we could say. Um, and then you have kind of your lower level of still corruption where, where these men have taken um, bribes, basically, is what it is, but they've taken money. And there is a level of intimidation and threatening and blackmail that goes on once they do that. And I think a lot of them are starting to realize now that they push legislation and bills through that they, they didn't realize they were selling us out to the devil at the time, but now they're scared to come forward and say something. 
um, that because they were involved in some degree of level of corruption. I think uh, you have first-hand knowledge of that. Yeah, um, and I would really like to encourage these people um, to reflect <laughs> um, inward and get right um, with God. And you, know, you guys still have a chance to do the right thing. Come forward and tell the truth. And, you know, it's 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 going to be a lot better to go down for serving some jail time for taking bribes than going down for treason. Um, please come forward and do the right thing and tell the truth. We need we need you guys to step forward um, and tell the people what's been going on. Um, you can change this around. You can turn this around. And we need we need you guys to be real men and stand up. Where's, uh, where's Floyd Landis and Jose Canseco? <laughs> calling out the, the corruption, the very thing that they're doing, but at least someone stood up and said, all right, something's going on in this organization, we need to call it out. And I, I, I'd like to say that, you know, where this capital sits right here, you know, in D.C., you go down, and, uh, I call that the Potomac fever. When you go to D.C., you get the Potomac fever here, what's it called, the City Creek fever? I guess so. What do they get? That's, uh, that's, I'm going to coin that. I like City it. Creek fever. I like it. And one other thing. Yeah, sometimes I think these, these groups do come in and they, uh, They'll donate a little bit here and there, and to be fair, there are situations where, and I'm sure you know, running, you may or may not know this, but you sometimes receive donations from people you don't know they're getting, you're, you're getting donations from, right? And that's where again you see, like, if you see a thousand dollar donation here and there, um, that may not be as significant as when they start receiving five hundred thousand or sixty thousand, right? These these numbers start to go up as they do their bidding, but. Be very careful, especially the legislators that are new. Be very careful who you may not even realize what you're doing in the beginning and you start to take this money not even realizing you're taking a bribe, but that is what they will hold that, they will hold that against you later. And they will use that to blackmail and intimidate and threaten you. So be careful. You're constitutionally you're not supposed to be taking money to help lobby, help push policies through for these lobbyists. So just Pay attention. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Just uh, state of Utah, you guys pay attention. You know, this this can be we can receive help from outside the state of Utah to recognize what these things are doing. But the citizens here in the state of Utah, they need to wake up. We have been old to sleep for whatever reason, but culturally we have been taught that these things are not acceptable to stand up to, and I don't know why. So that's that's my final thought here, is just wake up, pay attention, and see what's really happening in your backyard. Yeah, I love it. Um, <clears throat> we've been in Florida quite a bit lately, and uh, obviously my wife and I are from there, but uh, we love it. And it's so wild, because Miami is literally more conservative than Utah now. I mean, it's crazy, because Miami is it's Miami. It's wild. It's, yeah, and it's Miami, but it's yeah. like, but it's like the people there, because of what's going on in Cuba, I mean, there, you have a lot of people from South America, they're like, they're, they've just had enough. And it's like we, every time we come back to Utah and you see the comments on KSL, like just from the people, and you look at what we're doing, it's, you know, this state matters. And I really, and I just, you know, sometimes Alexia wants to move to Florida, and I, and I get it. Uh, but this is, this state matters. Like this, like we are in... This is it. Like this is this is the fight. So for those of you who are frustrated, it's like no, dig in, like stand your ground because you know what we are going to take the state back. And this is a battle of good and evil. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. You know we are we're going to win. Yeah. 
we're going to win. And for our legislators, you're right. You know what? Like, um, <clears throat> don't be asleep. Stand up and and let's you know let's lead the charge here. Let's and because Utah will stand up, Utah will rise. I 100% believe it. And it's going to be just regular people standing up and doing their things. So, anyways, thank you guys for watching. Thanks for sharing. Um, again, please, if you're not on Rumble, jump on Rumble. Uh, share the Rumble link. Uh, I know it's easier to share the YouTube link, but YouTube keeps taking things down, and who knows if they'll take this down. But uh, the, some of the most important videos are on Rumble because it's already been taken down on YouTube. So, anyways, please like, share, subscribe, and more importantly, reach out to your friends, reach out to your reps, and share the news. Let's, let's get this state back. Anyways, God bless you. God bless America. God bless Utah.